Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guess what's in store? Life After Lemons. The podcast with Paul Cook. This is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you ever stop listening to The Paul Cook Show. Life After Lemons. I am coming for you. Academy Award right here. (laughs) For the past 20 years, I've been fascinated with discovering ways for people to overcome obstacles. Then my wife and I both were diagnosed with different advanced cases of cancer here in our 40s. Life After Lemons. So I cannot wait to work together with you and my compelling guests to seek and share examples of rare victory right here on this podcast every time you click on a new episode life after lemons the podcast with paul cook (laughs) i'll take some of that welcome thank you for listening we're back after one week off and ready to help oh my gosh one thing we haven't talked about is the trauma of addiction The drama of this opiate crisis that is everywhere affecting every family, whether you know it or not. And there's so much going on. Incredible, groundbreaking resources to help your son, daughter, wife, mom, dad recover and stay recovered. I'm not here to talk about the generic recovery and just muscling through some program that might work for some. I I don't want to slam those, but this is cutting edge stuff that is working. And we're going to talk to a very cool cutting edge organization, making it happen. That's the topic today for Life After Lemons. Thanks for listening. Here we go. I'm so happy to have Kelly Reed here from Recover Us. She's going to help us with this opiate crisis Where are you guys located, Kelly? We are in Southern Illinois. We're in Carbondale. I've heard such good things about you and what you're doing. And uh, you are just everywhere. YouTube interviews, all talking about the groundbreaking things you are doing. So tell us a little bit about your personal story and what got you into this and Recover Us. Uh, I think it's extremely important to always... Um, you know, know somewhat of the story of what leads people to do what they do. And that definitely fuels a passion that I have for families and individuals that suffer from addiction. Uh, About 10 years ago, my younger brother had a very bad car accident and went to his medical doctor. 
uh, was prescribed um, pain medication. And about eight or nine months later, it comes to us as a family. We had noticed changes in him, but we're I have to say, probably oblivious to what those changes were. Uh, he then came to us and said, I'm addicted and I want to do something about it. So our first instinct, or at least mine was um, to say, no, you aren't. You know, we had no experience with this whatsoever. Um, so after we had some very important, serious conversations as a family, we kind of, everyone um, took on a task and we started the daunting uh, calls to various uh, recovery facilities throughout the country. And it was a very... Um, I think it was scary. I think it was very unfamiliar um, and nerve wracking, um, sad thing to be doing. Even though he was ready and willing to get care, I was frustrated by, uh, you know, most of us in the family were still working. So it was very difficult to do around our work schedules to call and stay on top of places to call us back to get the answers that we needed, and most importantly, to find something um, that was a viable treatment that he felt strongly about and was encouraged to do. Um, and the other issues I think that we had, we would find a couple things at one facility and the other facility would not do those same things. So it wasn't a full menu of services through all of our research that we found that one facility offered where we could go or he could go in one place and get all of those that would contribute to a foundation, a solid foundation for recovery. So that's what led us to um, research for several years and then open a facility um, that offered all of those items that we knew were so important to those people that were struggling. Well, you have an extraordinary family, so very few people would do that. Oh, we're we're all very, very close. Um, sometimes it was, uh, you know, you can get to the point where you feel like you're not so close through something like this because as a family member, I know now so many of the things that I said to him were not true. They weren't right. They weren't the, the correct ways to look at addiction. So within Recover Us, uh, we also have had and offer caring, compassion workshops for families to teach them how to learn more about addiction because it paralyzes everyone in the family or everyone that's a loved one of someone that has an issue. And thinking that you're doing the right thing by shaming or uh, condemning, arguing, pushing, all of those things you may feel like it's doing the right thing 
when in fact it is not. There are other ways to handle it that are much more successful without enabling. We think maybe just playing on their pride would help, like you're better than this, you know, and that just ends up making them hate themselves more. That's not how recovery actually works. These are human beings dealing with a human illness. And like you said, it's a family illness. It's not just happening to one and it's making others sick as well. And it's exactly what happened to me after an injury. Mine was after kidney stones. It's just incredible, and it's everywhere. By the way, Kelly, how is your brother doing? He's happy, healthy. He has a little girl, and he's over. So we're, we couldn't be, you know, we look back, and he has said, he's actually the one that said, through all of these bad experiences that we had, let's take that information and do good with that. Um, at first, I think we all kind of had a, uh, we wanted to hide the information. There was shame with it. You don't know how to approach people. You don't know who knows. Um, and it's just very, very hard, but it's, it's freeing to, be able to talk about it and understand that um, you don't have to live under a veil of the stigma that comes along with addiction. I think there's very few people that could speak to someone that doesn't know someone that has a loved one, someone they know, or addiction hasn't touched their life in some aspect. Absolutely. And yes, everyone, whether they know it or not. But the extraordinary thing is that your brother was ready. You can't just have an intervention and boom, unfortunately. Can you imagine if we could bottle that? Wrong reference. Well, I think, too, for families to understand, and this is something I never understood, uh, I think with addiction, uh, in a lot of situations, the person that's addicted gets to a point where they are not using because that is what they want to do. And that may be confusing to a lot of people. They're using because of the incredible withdrawals that they they have when they don't use. So that forces them back to using. They may not even be getting a high or having the euphoric feeling because as, as a lot of people in the industry know, that euphoric feeling with um, yearly abuse or monthly abuse goes away. And so a lot of Right. Don't even feel high anymore, but they have to do it to be able to have any type of normal feeling or not be incredibly sick. Um, so that's one of the things that we really focus on here and and want in families to understand that, that um, I'm not taking any responsibility away from the person that has the addiction by any means, but having an understanding makes for a much better outcome than if you don't have that understanding. So true that by that time, there's no euphoria. Your loved one, your addict family member is not off in a room, you know, blitzed and feeling great. It's the fight against sickness, horrifying sickness. Yeah, uh, I remember in conversations with my brother, I would say to him, 
oh, it can't be that bad. Isn't it just like the flu? You you could quit if you wanted to. And all of that came from a very uneducated uh, mind. I did not know what I was talking about. I really did. Very understandable, but now you do, Kelly. And I was just so grateful for our chat earlier this week to hear some of the things you guys are doing. And everybody's talking about them being groundbreaking. Would you go over a little bit of that? I know you have various methods because it's catering to the addict, but could you tell us? Okay. And stop me if you'd like me to expand on anything. I'm happy to that because I know that this is a, a fairly new concept to a lot of people. Recover Us Centers, uh, I think one of the very first things that is different about our facility is not only our treatment methods, but the fact that we treat in an outpatient setting. So um, someone comes in to our clinic for treatment once they have um, properly done all of the uh, intake information, which we can talk about a little bit later, but they come into our clinic uh, in the morning, they receive their infusion throughout the day, um, while they're doing their IV infusion, which is um, one of the most special things and unique things I um, that we do here at Recover Us, they're able to do counseling with a um, certified counselor. Um, there's different types of counseling that they're offered. They're also offered family counseling. Uh, and in addition to that, we have a sister company called eHome because we treat a lot of people from throughout the United States. So it's important once you get established with a counselor and a rapport with a counselor that you can take that with you once you leave our facility. Um, in doing that with eHome, they provide uh, master level counselors that are available throughout the United States, and you can do the telehealth counseling once you leave. And there's a, a long list of other services that they provide, accountability apps, and other um, specific things that are the benefits of, of working with them. And, and that's called in-home? No, it, it's e-home. And I'm able to give you um, the information. And if anyone wants to contact them, they can definitely do that through us as well. They work with the Wounded Warriors. I mean, they're a national organization um, for very, like I said, master level counselors. So that's a wonderful partnership that we have. We also have um, counselors in-house. So if someone does not choose to do the ongoing program. We have counselors in-house that they can speak with one-on-one. -on -one. They receive a detailed um, six-level assessment, which goes into depth about their triggers, their issues, their usage, their anxiety, depression, poor sleep cycles, which are completely affected. There's so many negative side effects of addiction. And, and many times people know that they're having all those symptoms, but they don't put that in conjunction with their addiction. So they address that. We also have neurofeedback, which is we could talk one entire um, show on nothing but 
neurofeedback. And we have, um, we do injections at the end of their treatment, which are called blockers. And they uh, work to keep the cravings at bay. And, um, and those are given on a month to month basis. The other really important thing is each individual has their own treatment plan. So no two people are the same. No two addictions are ever the same. So it isn't a one size fits all uh, treatment approach. Um, so important to, to know that. I think that is not used many times. Uh, 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 someone's always doing the cookie cutter, you know? Right. Right. And that's not always the most effective. So uh, that's one of the reasons that we do a, a detailed history chemical exam. But uh, we do treat with something called NAD. It's an IV infusion. And that is used to initially um, what we say at Recover Us is release, recover, restore. So that helps people get an idea of what they're going to experience while they're in treatment with us. So um, releasing the toxins from the brain and the brain receptors um, and then restoring the thought patterns because many times in alcohol, they call it wet brain and with opioid, it's foggy brain. Your, Your thoughts are not as sharp. Your mind is not as sharp as it once was. Um, so this works with, um, to treat all of those symptoms as well. Wow. So does the NAD, which I've heard is this miracle, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really picking up that it has to go in conjunction with other recovery, you know, methods that you're mentioning, but NAD does those three things. Release, recover, restore. Yes. Re- the cells in that. Right. Okay. That's incredible. Okay, so NAD, how how so someone gets approved, they're in. We'll talk about that in a second, but how many days of those NAD treatments even though I know it's uh, customized? Everything is customized and there are different protocols for different addictions. Um, alcohol is generally 10 days. Uh, opioids are 14. Um, but like I said, the medical team makes the assessment for each individual based upon their medical necessity and what their needs are. Uh, and then they receive the blocker and then they continue with counseling and the um, blocker injections after that. Now, in the case of someone um, detoxing or working to get off of Suboxone and or methadone. Yes. Those, the, in those instances, the um, treatment time can be longer because that stays in your system longer. So um, that treatment time can be longer than the 14 days. Wow. Uh, isn't that interesting? In the system longer, probably harder to recover from those uh, current day methods of uh, fighting addiction. Uh, I know very much about that Suboxone and, uh, it, it, they say it's stickier than heroin, even to your system. Yeah. I've not heard that term, but that's a very interesting, interesting term. And probably one of the best descriptions that I have heard, uh, anyone comment on. 
Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. There online, so many folks trying to find a way to not take that very expensive medicine, and the, you've got your medical world. And I know you go, you don't disparage them and all uh, with everything that goes on. But there's got to be a better way. And I feel like you guys are onto it. It, it just makes me feel so good. Uh, you know, somebody's listening now who's a very functional uh, opiate or or alcoholic, uh, you know, addict. What do they feel like during those NAD or those maybe those first two weeks or whenever those treatments are going? Does that person have to have stopped completely uh, weeks or days before, which I I get that's probably a stupid question. But how does that work, the feeling? That's a great question. And many people ask that because in other recovery programs, uh, sometimes it's required that they're 24 to 48 hours clean. And some people can't even reach that level non-use to be able to get themselves into treatment. So um, although we don't advocate use, um, someone can use right up until the time that they come into the clinic. Um, and like I said, the doctors obviously don't advise that mm-hmm. if it's a need, that's that person's, uh, prerogative and choice to do so. And whenever they've come in the first few days, they're not going to feel like running a marathon. Uh, <laughs> they, they feel tired. Um, everyone seems to have a different um, symptom or a different feeling whenever they are um, taking the IV infusion. Some people say they feel cramping. Some people may have a headache. Um, and But it also helps to lessen the withdrawals. Now, if, if someone is still having intense withdrawals, we have a device that is applied by a doctor or a nurse to alleviate those symptoms in acute cases of withdrawals while they're also receiving the NAD. Because wow, something additional to this. Okay, you got to share this. Okay, um, because the goal is, and I think one of the major roadblocks for people for recovery is they say, I cannot feel that sick again. I can't do that around my family schedule. I can't do that personally. I can't do that and continue to work. Uh, And they know what that's like. So in receiving the uh, IV infusions, if the symptoms are still strong, they call a clinical opioid withdrawal scale, a COWS score. If those symptoms are still strong and they're still feeling that, they can request, it's called the bridge device, and it's applied by a doctor or a nurse. It looks like a cochlear implant, and it's worn for five days. It's placed directly behind the ear. They shower with it. They go home with it, and then the nurse removes it after the five-day time period. Um, so it it offers, I mean, you can physically see someone's appearance change while they're, because people can get clammy, shaky, goosebush. And when they use that device, that goes away um, and offers, I mean, if they are on a symptom scale of their withdrawals being a 20, it can go down to a four, which is completely tolerable for people, which allows them to continue 
with their treatment and with their care. And that's the goal. So some people say, well, if I hadn't have gone through those horrible withdrawals, I would be reminded. Most people will always remember what those withdrawals are like. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that argument really doesn't stand up to someone has to suffer because, like I said, it's a roadblock for some people and they just can't get past that. And the goal is to provide everything that is FDA approved and medically accepted to get to the point of sobriety. Uh, it still requires hard work and dedication um, from the person. But if given the right tools, that's more easily achieved and successful than not. And that's so exciting to be a part of. Oh, I bet, you know, that's saving lives because I love that you mentioned that a little outdated philosophy of they got to earn it so they don't get back on it. You know, uh, the, the chances of that, you're right. I mean, probably someone that gets to this point has tried to quit on their own many times and felt that on their own, you know. So this provides such incredible hope. Uh, it's just amazing. Where they're using the bridge elsewhere. Where in the heck did you find that? Well, through many, many, many hours, months, years of research is how we found it. And of course, you know, our, our medical team is generally skeptical in the beginning. And so they have to see the proof and the studies and um, make, like I said, make sure that it's FDA approved. And we are the only clinic that I know of and that the manufacturer has told us that use it in Illinois and also throughout the region. Uh, so we've had a couple news, um, facilities come out and do news stories on it. And people that are suffering need to know about these things. Oh, they yes. need to know what their options are. Absolutely. Uh, it's just, I can just see this blowing up and you are the only, you know, in our area, I, I, I hope you aren't soon because I bet because of the help you're offering, you'll start to see it pop up. And I know you just want to help people with addiction and find a, a normal life. Um, okay. So, you know, I've talked with recovery people before and they say, well, um, we don't take insurance now, but we are hoping to do that in the future. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but tell me Kelly Reed from recover us uh, a little bit more on that. We accept, uh, commercial insurance. We do not accept Medicaid, um, but we do accept uh, commercial insurance. We have found that generally um, commercial insurance will cover approximately, every policy is different, every plan is different, but general terms, they will cover approximately 50%. Mm. So if most people that uh, that come to our facility, you know, know they have a problem, know they're ready to get better, know they want to do something about it. And uh, if they will uh, send us the insurance information and we have a consultation with them prior, we can let them know what their coverage will be and what their out-of-pocket expenses will be. Wow, that is uh, incredible. What's your website, Kelly? Uh, www.recoverus, that's U-S, centers.com. Okay. No hyphens, recoverus, centers.com. Yes, sir. 
Oh my gosh. Well, I, I could go on and on and I know we'll chat again. Absolutely. Is there anything that you're having a burning desire that you need to share before we wrap up this episode of Life After Limits? Uh, no, I would just love to come back and talk about each one of the areas um, where we help because those sub uh, various subjects within the program each we there's so much to talk about and so many pieces of wonderful information that gives people that are working to recover hope that they can get to the point to have their lives back uh, they say one addict affects 350 people uh, so if we think about that in terms of the world um, it's effect on a lot of people and a lot of families. So I think people are starting to wake up to that, uh, probably too. because there's a family member and before it was snap out of it. Come on. Can't you see it's bad? But right. as you have a family member and you see it as an illness and more and more people saying it, uh, you're right. And, uh, you found the right guy to have more chats on this. I just thank Good. you for your time <laughs> and your service, right. Kelly for having us. It's people like you that help get this information out and can really make an impact on people that take the time to listen. So I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you having us and what you do. Thank you. Amen. Amen. A new friend. Thank you, Kelly <laughs> Reed from Recover Us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Incredible. Well, you know, you can always talk to me if you have questions about this. And of course, Kelly at Recover Us as well. She also mentions that they aren't the only people in the world doing this. She wants everyone to hear about The Bridge and NAD+, which I know NAD Plus is in St. Louis as well. Thank you so very much. Know that these things are saving lives. And if you're dealing with that dependency on opiates, you don't have to be. Thanks for listening. It's Life After Lemons. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.